Arizona basketball gears up for maybe the biggest game of the college basketball season, and we will be seeing it live on Peacock. All that and more on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePicks.com slash LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. All right, a lot to get to this show, but again, we are going to talk Arizona basketball. Keep in mind, Arizona Purdue is here in case you didn't already know. Now, listen. Uh, One of my favorite things in all of the world to do is to bash the overrated Big Ten because the Big Ten is overrated and it deserves to be called out on a regular basis. Like we talk about every single year, 39 teams from the Big Ten get in the NCAA tournament and they all lose in the first round. And then the national media has to pretend that we're all surprised about this. And then we double back and we do the same thing again. That is uh, essentially the uh, that is essentially the the way that this goes about and the way that this happens on a day by day, game by game, year by year basis. Um, but that being said, um, Purdue is a very good basketball team. There's no doubt about it. Purdue is clearly the class of the Big 12, although, or the Big 10, the Big 10, maybe, and they're a top 10 to 15 team in the country. I will say this. I do think, though, that they're going to get bounced early, again, because for a variety of the reasons that we are about to lay out. Now, again, they are better than last year, but uh, let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room, and then we will work our way backwards. Zach Eady. Zach Eady is very good. Again, there's no question about it. Zach Eady is very good. Um, you watch the big dude. Um, I don't know that he ever plays in the NBA. Uh, he seems like a relic from the past, kind of a Rick Smith's type. But um, he, uh, again, he's good. When he gets, uh, especially when he gets when he gets the ball five to six feet from the basket, he is going to make that shot and he's going to make it every single time. Um, that's just kind of, that's how he, uh, that's how he goes about doing things. And he's been very successful. And for being seven foot four, 250 pounds, he's not a total stiff. A lot of times you see these guys and they are total stiffs. Um, and you're like, all right, well, this is going to be a really easy uh, player to uh, take out of his game. And he, uh, you know, and a lot of times you do. He's not that dude, obviously. He averaged 24, 12, and three. You're not that guy. Um, so again, he's very good, but. Arizona also is going to be able to throw a lot of bodies at him. And I mean a lot of bodies. And we're first of all, we're going to talk about Umar Ballo, leader of men. Now, Umar Ballo is not nearly the player that uh that uh um Zach Eady is. There's no way there's no way around that one. But what Umar Ballo is, is Umar Ballo is very big, strong, and physical. Um, and not only is he big, strong, and physical. He's also the guy who is able to, um, uh, I think, be able to move Zach Eady off the block to a certain degree. Um, not only will he be able to move him off the block, I think he's going to make it difficult for Zach Eady to get deep post position. And a big reason why is because of how strong he is. Um, 
And uh, so that's going to be a big part. That's going to be a big part of this. Arizona's going to have a lot of bodies that they're going to be able to throw at Zach Eady. But Umar Ballo, I think this is going to be a game where Umar Ballo, if he doesn't offensively, um, uh, if he doesn't offensively take over, uh, which I don't expect him to, I think defensively his presence is going to be able to be felt. And uh, not only do I think his presence will be uh, felt out there, I also think that he's going to make Zach Eady work for everything. That's where Arizona, I think, has a nice little advantage here and that you've got a plethora of big men to be able to throw at Zach Eady. The first, obviously, is Umar Ballo again. Um, Umar Ballo is not an NBA player. He's not, not or he's certainly not on Zach Eady's level, but he's also a really, really good basketball player. Um, not only is he a really, really good basketball player, he's also that dude who, um, I think it's fair to say, you know, is a, um, is very useful in this position. Then you got Mount Crevis, Montias Crevis coming in. Now, if they're, uh, Montias Crevis might be the second biggest player in college basketball, or at least second biggest player that can actually play. Because a lot of times we see these dudes who can't play, and it's like, all right, well, yeah, you're seven foot two, but you suck. I mean, Arizona's had some of those guys in the past. Uh, Crevis can obviously play. He's seven foot two, 265 pounds, just a massive individual. And he can he can get you with a variety of different ways. He can get you with the uh, he can get you with the shoulder. He can get you. He can get you. Uh, he can finish around the hoop. It's going to be fascinating to see because I don't know that he's ever played against somebody like Zach Eady. And that I think it's going to be a test for Mount Crevis, obviously. But that's also another huge body that you can throw at eating. So between Umar Ballo, leader of men, six foot ten, two hundred and seventy-five, two hundred and eighty pounds, and then Mount Crevis, seven two, two forty-five, two fifty, whatever the case may be, those are two guys that uh, you can throw at him that are both very, very good basketball uh, players and both really good uh, prospects as well. Then you got Keyshawn Johnson who I believe is going to be roaming around uh, roaming around, causing problems. I love Keyshawn Johnson in a situation like this, mainly because I think that he can uh, I think that he can help from the weak side. I think he can alter some shots, that he can block some shots. And not only that, I think that he's also the, the dude who is going to be able to essentially just kind of exert his will on uh, – uh, whoever he goes against on Purdue. Now, again, we're going to get into uh, some of the other Purdue. Uh, uh, we're going to get into some of the other Purdue uh, players, though, and obviously in a second. But, again, uh, Keyshaw Johnson's player that Arizona didn't have last year. Th uh, theor uh, uh, literally and figuratively. Um, in that he's strong, he's physical, and he can block shots. So when you've got those three dudes and you've got that trio, and again, I don't see uh, uh, Keyshaw Johnson necessarily ever guarding head up uh, Mount Crevis, but I do think that he's going to be help. I do think he's going to pinch, and I do think he's going to get some doubles in there. Between Umar Ballo, leader of men, Mount Crevis, and Keyshaw Johnson, I don't know that there is a more equipped team in the country to deal with some of the issues, some of the problems that Zach Eady can bring to the equation. Um, so there's, uh, there's obviously that then, um, you know, this is a, uh, this is a team too. Tommy Lloyd obviously likes doing a lot of other things. He likes pressuring the ball. He likes extending the defense. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that. So, and I think a big part of a uh, big part of what he wants to do though, 
is pressure that. So we're going to talk about that. But first, prize picks, prize picks. All right. Use code locked on for a first deposit match up to $100 on prize picks. Again, you will thank me later. This is very fun. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Excuse me. All kinds of good stuff. Not only that, um, the thing that is very fun about prize picks is let's just say that you know that uh, you know that I, I think this player is being a little bit undervalued here. I think I know a little bit more than uh, I think I know a little bit more than uh, somebody else. That's where you throw it in. And that's where you say prize picks um, and prize picks can absolutely help you. And then not only can it help you. It can also get you a little bit of money. So, again, check it out. You will obviously thank me later. And, again, um, I think at this stage in the game, prize picks, it ain't going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. So, check it out. Again, prize picks. All right. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping a locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now. Let's talk about some of the other players because Purdue's got some other players, but here's where you start to lose me is Purdue being this awesome team. First of all, Braden Smith, cool, awesome, good point guard, very good point guard, really good Big Ten point guard. Um, 13 and 13 points, seven assists, solid. He'd play at the U of A. But that's about it. Um, that is about uh, that is about it. Um, and I think that's a little bit of a problem. But again, he's very good. But Arizona, as we've talked about, Arizona defensively has a lot of different players that they can throw at these two players, that they can throw at this team. And a lot of different players, I mean dudes that um, can cause a lot of problems. Um, both those guys for sure can uh, uh, can be issue. Uh, both those guys and Zach Eady and Braden Smith can be problems. But Arizona's also got Kylan Boswell, who defensively should be able to ha- handle uh, Smith just fine. And then you've also got Jaden Bradley when he comes in, who can be a pest. You can also throw, you can also throw Caleb Love at him as well. Um, so there's you got three guards. You got three really good down to the ground guards who I think can cause problems for Brandon Smith, or at least if not cause problems, at least obstruct him in a certain way. I think that's where. Um, I think that's where it's. Uh, I think that's where it's uh, enticing. Then you got Lance uh, Lance Jones um, and a bunch of other dudes. You got Lawyer. Those dudes would not play at Arizona. Um, I again, this is this is to me this still the crux um, that Purdue has two players that would play at Arizona, and then after that, you don't really have anybody. That to me is that to me is a problem when you're playing a team like the University of Arizona. If you don't have a bunch of guys that would play, like we talked about it before, the teams that would really worry me are the teams that would really worry me are um, uh, teams that can really match up with you. Um, uh, teams that can really match up with you. And what I mean by that, teams that can really match up with you, is teams like UConn, teams like Kansas, that they're starting five. You look in their starting five, and they're like, all right, you got three or four dudes. Um, uh, you've got uh, you've got three or four dudes who um, can 
essentially play there. Like look at uh, Kansas, for example. Dewan Harris could play at the U of A. Uh, McCuller can play at the U of A. Hunter Dickinson could play at the U of A. KJ Adams can play at the U of A. Again, with Purdue, there's two dudes. So again, and granted, one of them is the best dude in the country. So um, that's something that uh, we obviously you obviously need to keep in mind. I don't worry about Purdue though, because outside of those two dudes. Um, it's a bunch of, I don't, I don't want to say spare parts, but I'm about to say spare parts dudes that wouldn't play here. I think Arizona just athletically is going to be able to overwhelm them. Now let's talk about Arizona's strengths. Uh, we talked a great deal about, uh, how Arizona is going to be able to deal with Zach Eady. Um, again, deal with is a relative term, obviously, um, in that nobody's saying that Arizona is going to be able to shut down Zach Eady. But I do think that it's fair to say that um, uh, they'll they'll be able to make him work for his shots. But then on the perimeter, what we saw last year from Purdue is still much of the same. Again, it's a little bit different. You got a little it's a little bit better team for sure. But again, this just isn't an athletic team. This is very, very much like the the team last year. And these are where the teams in the Big Ten, they get exposed come tournament time. Because, again, now, listen, people might say, Mike, the Pac-12 sucks. Correct, it does. But nobody thinks the Pac-12 is good. Nobody talks about how good the Pac-12 is. People talk about how good the Big Ten is. So that, to me, is a massive difference and I think something that can't really be overstated. And not only can it not be overstated, um, the uh, not, not only can it not be overstated, um, there is a, uh, I think it's fair to say that, um, uh, when you've got a bunch of Purdue's, when you've got a bunch of Iowa's, when you've got a bunch of Michigan States, when you've got schools like that and Nebraska, which is actually good, these aren't good athletic teams. Um, and that's something that you can't really recreate in, uh, that's something that you can't really recreate in, uh, in any any vacuum. You can't go out there with like the, the basketball broom and say, Hey, I'm big now, or I'm athletic now. You just can't recreate that. And I think that's why these teams come into problems. That's also much the way it is on the football field as well. Um, but, uh, Arizona, um, Arizona just athletically is on a different level. Caleb love is obviously a great athlete. Uh, Kylan Boswell is not a great athlete, but he's certainly a better athlete than anybody Purdue, uh, will be throwing at him. Then, uh, Pella Larson. Pella Larson is a very, very good athlete. Now, again, my bad, Pella. I was obviously wrong on Pella. But Pella Larson, a very good athlete, um, somebody who can uh, guard a multitude of positions and can do it with strength, athleticism, you name it, Larson can do it. Um, another guy who's a better athlete. Then up front, Keisha Johnson. There is nobody like Keisha Johnson on the university of, or on Purdue University, whichever whichever uh, direction it is. Um, so, and then where it gets really interesting then is that coming off the bench, Arizona's got more, Arizona's got more, um, more athletes than uh, off the bench than Purdue has on its entire team. KJ Lewis is a better athlete than anybody on Purdue. Not only is KJ Lewis a more uh, athletic dude than anybody on Purdue, I think KJ Lewis would start at Purdue and you'd probably average about 15 points a game, probably be their third best player. Um, KJ Lewis is probably what, the seventh guy on Arizona, depending on the game. Then after that, you've also got uh, Mount Crevis, who we've talked about coming off the bench. Then you got Jaden Bradley as well. Jaden Bradley would probably would be the most athletic player 
on the uh, back end for Purdue. So that's something that Purdue just cannot recreate. And again, I am uh, Purdue has beaten good teams this year. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that they haven't beaten good teams, but they certainly have beaten good teams. Not only have they beaten good teams, I think it's also fair to say that this is also a squad who this is also a squad that um you know might be able uh can beat any team on a given day but that being said i think a lot of teams can catch them on a given day and not only can a lot of teams catch them on a given day um uh i think it's also i think it's also at this point fair to say that um not only that that this is a squad that um this is a squad that uh is just going to be limited just going to be limited. And I think Arizona is going to be able to more than handle itself. Um, again, it's essentially a home game for Purdue. I get that. And I get what, but I'm still going to, I'm well, you know what? That's called a tease. Why don't we call, why don't we talk about what Arizona is going to do on the next front? But first FanDuel, FanDuel, my friends, FanDuel.com slash locked on. Check it out. Okay. Here's the deal. FanDuel Sportsbook, FanDuel.com slash locked on. Um, listen, if you let's say that you want to bet Arizona and Purdue. Um, if you want to bet Arizona and Purdue, there is a variety of different, uh, there is a variety of different um uh avenues that you can go, but fanduel.com is the all-encapsulating one for all of them. Check it out, fanduel.com slash locked on. You will thank me later again. This is the best place to bet on Purdue. This is the best place to bet on uh, errors or the best place to bet on Purdue, the best place to bet on um, all Arizona basketball. And again, it makes it fun because let's just be honest here. Even if you don't have a, uh, if you don't have a dog in the game, it is much more enjoyable to bet on a team with FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash locked on again. Great stuff. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, um, the uh, Arizona, I think, is going to win this game. Um, again, I get that it's essentially a home court advantage, but I think Arizona is just better than Purdue. Now, again, Purdue, might, Purdue could easily win for sure. But I just think Arizona is better. I think Purdue, again, is this is one of those situations where you're talking about a limited Big Ten basketball team. And last year's Arizona team, quite frankly, if we're going to be fair, reminded me a lot of a Big Ten team. Not a lot of pros, not very athletic, kind of got by with, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say smoke and mirrors, but I'll say smoke and mirrors, um, where Yes, you can beat a lot of teams during the regular season, but you get that athletic team in the first or the second round, and you're going to be toast. And that's obviously exactly what happened to Purdue. Heck, Arizona didn't even get an athletic team, and they were toast last year in the first round. We all obviously lived that. We obviously all saw that. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. But as far as a prediction goes, I'm going Arizona 82, Purdue 74. Um I think Arizona is going to obviously try to get up and down. They're going to obviously try to push the pace. And not only should they try to push the pace, they are going to, I think they're going to try to uh, shoot passing lanes. I think now, listen, Braden Smith, as we talked about, is a very good point guard. And not only is Braden Smith a very good point guard, he's also the player who, um, you know, uh, directs traffic. Um, he's got a little bit of colic in him in that, you know, he can, he's just, a, he, like I said, he's just a good point guard. Um, but, 
he's not somebody that scares me. The point guards that scare me are the ones that can drop 35 on you and can do it in overwhelming fashion. He's not that guy. Again, good. But um, I think Arizona has more than enough to be able to combat that. And I think that Edie, while he'll get his, I also think that Edie is going to be laboring as the game goes on for a variety of reasons. First, I think Arizona is going to get up and down. I think Arizona is going to uh, push the pace. And not only is Arizona going to push the pace, um, I think that it's also fair to say at this stage in the game that um, uh, I think it's also fair to say at this stage in the game that um, uh, Arizona is, like I said, Arizona is just a better team. Um, Purdue started out the season ranked higher, so that's why I think they got more love. But if you just watch both of these teams, and even if you're a Purdue fan, um, if you just watch both these two teams, one team passes the eye test in a way that the other team doesn't pass that eye test. So um, that's where I'm going with. I'm going something like 82-74. And if Arizona can get this win, you look at Alabama and you look at Florida Atlantic coming up, and then there is not much left. Uh, where Arizona could lose some games. This is a team that I would be shocked if they're not the one seed out West. And not only would I be shocked if they're not the one seed out West, I also think that uh, this is a squad that, um, I also think this is a squad that is more than prepared to, uh, um, more than prepared to basically run the table. And again, the Pac-12 stinks. We all know that. But if you could get another Purdue win along with Duke win, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Big Ten. <laughs> and then after that, you got uh, Alabama and FAU. You got a lot of opportunities to where the committee can essentially say, man, I mean, they they beat a lot of really good teams and they took care of business where they needed to be able to take care of business. So, again, uh, it's a bummer this game's on Peacock. But you know what? We do what we can when we can but as always, very much appreciate you making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Back the A. We'll be back with you tomorrow.